To my top 10. Hold top on. 10. Top 10. Nitty gritty. All right. So, yeah, these um, are real, real picks, picks, like real in order 100% for me and from him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, these, these were pre planned in order. Yeah, when I um when I did my eleven through twelve, it was in order, but it was kind of like I kind of like breezed past that. I feel like my eleven through twenty, it can go any anywhere. Yeah, to be honest. But my top 10, I took my time with my top 10. All right, so my top 10, well, my number 10, Pop Smoke, Meet the Woo 2. So, uh, we tied. Yeah. That's what you got, 10? Yep. Okay, that's what's up. So, I guess we can collab on this one. Uh, rest cool. in, first of all, rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Definitely. This 100%. came out towards the beginning of the year. In- incredible album, man. Uh, like a like lot it. of. Unfortunately, like a lot of rappers who died this year, it came out like maybe a week or two before he passed. Yeah. Yeah. This is the project that definitely put me up on Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke. You know what I'm saying? Had me walking around. Yeah. Trying to do that leg dance where you dancing, like where you jumping and shit and jumping your leg back and forth. I be tripping over shit. This is when I first seen every like fine ass bitch on Instagram. Every single, every single one of them, just everyone. Pop smoke song, pop smoke song, all from the zone. That's what that's what I knew that it was lit. Yeah, yeah. This man, this guy, it got shake incredible. Well, invisible. The intro, crazy. Shake the room crazy. with Quavo. Mm-hmm. Get back, Christopher. I think I feel like I think Christopher Walken is what like that's put everybody up to the music. Christopher Walken. Mannequin with Lil TJ. It got Dior on it. The, the Dior remix. Um, like me with PNB Rock. Is I like every song on this. On this, to yeah. be honest. And this would this would put him on the map. Of course, he had Welcome to the Party on um, Meet the Woo One. But I feel like Meet the Woo Two is like a complete. That was that breakout. Yeah, it's like his sound. Like he, it was just him taking that whole. I don't know what everybody call it the drill sound. I don't know. It's I Brooklyn guess drill. drill. That's what I call it. Yeah, Brook. Yeah, New York drill shit. It's mm-hmm. him like taking that sound over and saying, "Okay, this is my sound," and anybody I mean, else doing the, that shit. If you want to do it, it, it's got to at least be on this level. Yeah, it's, I, it's and, a standard. 
And we all know he had the um, posthumous album. Uh, what was it called? Shoot for the stars. Shoot for the stars. Shoot for the stars. Day from the, the moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. It was okay for what it was, but I feel like if you want to hear a pop smoke project, meet the Wu Two is the project. You the, need to that's what you want to hear. If you want to hear. hear quintessential pop smoke. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it is at his highest form when he was still here. Yeah. Like if somebody says they want to hear something that sounds like pop smoke, it's going to be a reference to this album, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I didn't hate Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon. That's on my honorable mention list. I just feel like it had a lot too much going on at some points, but you can't really fault him for it because he wasn't able to finish it. It's kind of mm-hmm. like what Steven Victor was able to do with. Well, like he was trying from. some shit. You know what I'm saying? Trying, trying to kind of venture out in a new town, do something besides just the drill sound. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of which, what I will say about that, I think um, Pop Smoke and Quavo had amazing chemistry together. Like, like they, they only made, made I, I think, think like maybe two or three songs together. together, but like from what we've heard so far, it's been nothing short of fire. Because Quavo was, was on what three songs on that, um, on on the on the shoot the star shoot for the stars yeah, 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 album, yeah, yeah. and then yeah. and they did what two other ones before, before that? They did that, shake, they the shake the room, room and and there was maybe one other one, but shake the room was the one. That was big. Yeah, yeah. From what Quavo said, Quavo said he got more with him. I'm sure. Yeah. And then, like, and then French who said knows he if got, we'll ever hear it. Yeah, French said he got a whole album with him. I don't know if that's we know yeah, what French like, on. I don't, I don't believe right. that, but <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I think that he's lying or whatever. All right, my uh my number 10 is RJ always tripping. My RJ Lamont. Um, Great pick. Standout songs on this are What Up RJ by Real MLG and RMC Mike. Um, What's, What's the, the Price by Talibando. So Many Lies by Sada and Skilla. Shooting Up by Skilla. Loaded Up by uh, Baby Tron and Skilla. And then As Alaikum by Baby Tron. Those are the standout joints. It's a quick 10. Um, but yeah, I feel like debut album from uh one of Detroit's hottest producers, RJ Lamont. He basically got everybody that's popping right now in Detroit and in Flint on here. Not everybody, but like the main faces, I would say, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's definitely a solid project. Um, and it's a good representation of what Detroit and Flint music sounds like right now. A lot of uh, a lot of collabs with uh, energy on there. RJ always tripping, man. RJ always tripping. I got that on my honorable mention list for sure. Okay. All right, so we go to you for number nine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, another R and B album. I got Tiana Taylor, the album. Mm. So great uh, album. S- sadly, uh, uh, well, from what she said, I don't believe that shit. She said this is her last album because she doesn't feel what's going. She doesn't 
feel she's being treated right in the music industry and she feel like uh Def Jam and good music are in uh using utilizing her right but it is what it is I don't believe I think she's going to drop again but but if this is her last album she's going off on a high note really good album I like every almost every song on it too many songs actually it had like let me see what is this? 23 songs. I feel like 23 songs is a little bit too many songs for an R&B album in 2020. I feel like R&B albums need to be around 15 songs nowadays. For her, I'm not mad at it after her what happened with her last album. Oh, yeah, because she was mad because she had seven songs. So I'm... And I'm she not. didn't she hear, even hear it until, until that shit came out. Man. Yeah. That shit wild. Yeah, I don't even know that how that even goes down, but that's <laughs> that's Kanye for you. But yeah, exactly, man. Standout tracks. Um, come back to me with Rick Ross and her daughter Junie. Uh, she had a song with Iman Shumpert. I don't, I don't know why she thought we wanted an Iman Shumpert uh, verse, <laughs> but it was still a good song. Uh, low key with Erica Badu. Uh, let's build with Quavo. Quavo was singing his ass off on this song. Um, yeah, he hit the Quavo Vandross on this shit. Yeah, one eight hundred one night, uh, morning with Kaylani, which might be one of the horniest videos I ever seen in my life. I, that shit, low key, should have been on Pornhub. That video was outrageous, but <laughs> yeah, morning, oh uh, booming with Missy Elliott, uh, sixty nine, bad, concrete, shoot it up with Big Sean. Still, it got so many good songs on this album. It got it got a lot on it. So Bear, Bear with me was my favorite off of there. Well, one of them anyway. Yeah, yeah, that one was hard. Um, so nine, Tiana Taylor, the album. All right, all right. For me, For number, me nine, number nine, Coochie, Coochie Land, J. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Honorable mentions: Coochie Land, Coochie Scout. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm picking, picking from the deluxe, also. Just Coochie so crazy. Uh, Mosh Pit, Why, Why You Do That, Honey, Honey Red, Nose Red Nose Pit. Pit. Ah! Oh, yeah. Diddy <laughs> Land, Referee, American, American Dream, Leeds Fallen, Way Back, Day Day Cousin, Back Me Later. You know, I had to name a lot of joints just because it's a long ass album. You know what I'm saying? Like the the, the deluxe version got like over thirty songs. songs, You know what I'm saying? So So, you know, I mean, mean, it's it's plenty plenty to fucking choose from. from. Now I will say, thick one, thick one, yeah. Oh, okay, that's definitely all mentioned. That song, that song actually blowing up on TikTok. And I forget yeah, that that's is. on there because that's kind of one of them joints that came out after the initial album came out. Yeah. So I picked that up separate before the uh, the deluxe came out. You know what I'm saying? So that was already in the playlist before, um, you know, what I mean, before uh, the deluxe came out. And shit. So I just I don't think of it as being part of that album. But no, I thought that song real heavy though. As far as songs of the year, Coochie is in my top five with him and Louis Ray. Yeah, yeah, that's my top five of the year for songs. Um, what were we on number nine? 
Yeah. Okay. My number nine is uh, Savage Mode 2, 21 Savage and Metro Boomin. Um, real highly anticipated album. I know a lot of motherfuckers was looking forward to this shit. I was definitely looking forward to this shit. And um, to me, 21, 100% delivered. Um, I feel like him and Metro completely expounded upon what they did upon the original Savage Mode and just made that shit way better. They made it more pristine. They made it more crisp. And I just really, really rocked with the way that 21 continues to elevate. Like, it feels like every project, he gets better. And that's what I really, that's what I really fuck with. But to me, the standouts on this running, obviously, that was like a, a huge hit this year. Mr. Right Now with Drake, Rich Nigga Shit with Young Thug, um, Snitches and Rats with Young Nudie, Stepping on Niggas, My Dog, Sliding, Many Men with the with the 50 Cent Sample Hard, um, No Op Left No Op Left Behind, Brand New Draco. Yeah, 21 went crazy on the shit. And yeah, shout out to Metro as well. He he went crazy on the shit as well. And, and Morgan, Morgan Freeman, Freeman narrating the, the fucking album. album. Who the fuck gets Morgan Freeman to narrate their album? So yeah, that was that was just a whole nother plus on top of that shit. So yeah, 21 100 percent delivered to me. Yeah, he was definitely the he was the MVP of the album. Morgan Freeman, at least. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. <laughs> it's on me now. Number eight. eight. Yep, number eight. All right, number eight. I got Lil' Keed, Trapped on Cleveland 3. So um, Lil' Keed, of course, he's one of Young Thug artists. He uh, he he really elevated on this. I like uh, his la- his uh, album he had last year, uh, Long Live Mexico. That was in my top ten last year, but he, he back again in my top ten with uh, – Trapped on Cleveland three, so I'm gonna read off the deluxe because he dropped the deluxe and deluxe the deluxe version is almost better than the album, which is kind of the trend this year because usually when people you did the deluxe, it was just like some throwaway shit. But a lot of people when they nah, this year when they did it, came crazy on the deluxe. Yeah, when <laughs> he, he did his crazy. deluxe, it was like almost that that could have been a project by by itself, but um when he added deluxe that shit made it it elevated it to like 37 songs so it was just crazy so, so i'm gonna read just like a couple off the deluxe uh maniac thoughts uh stop it emotional equavo off rip with little got it obama coop tighten up fox five with gonna cold world wavy remix with travis scott trap lana zaza with future don't stop with uh Ty Dolla Sign. It's a lot on this album, man. Um, Dead Doc with Lil Got It. Really good. Yeah, he went in on this album, man. Uh he uh he definitely uh improved his beat selection, his uh hook skills, his ear for beats has improved so much. And, and not, not to say that, that on Long with Mexico that it wasn't good. But though his the type of beats that he's trying to hop on now, it's 
It feels like it's like not outside of his comfort zone. Like, like I, I feel, feel like, like he's like hopping into that experimental wave that Young Thug was getting in on when he was like experimenting on like those early slime season projects. Yeah. So yeah, he yeah. definitely um evolving because on um Long Live Mexico, everybody was calling him uh Young Thug Copycat. I think on this one, he finally got like his own sound and uh yeah, his own sound pretty much and. He's probably going to elevate on the YSL level. I mean, YSL label because everybody was saying like the gunner was like the sure too. I feel like if Lil Key keep going on this momentum, he could be like the one of the best on YSL. If YSL has a uh, ranking right now as far as artists, Young Thug obviously is at number one. Gunner's number two, and Lil Key is right behind him. Yeah, yeah, Lil, yeah. Gunner's two. Gunner's like a. Uh, Two A, I want to say little key two B, but third, yeah, like a close third. You can't really go wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's my number eight. All right, my number eight is uh, Detroit two, big Sean. So, um. The, the only, only honorable, honorable, I mean, not honorable mentions, but the only standout track that I don't think Eric mentioned, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, the intro, Wild Out Shot, and then... Uh, I did not mention that. And then the body language with uh, Ty Dolla Sign and Janae uh, Oh, yeah, I did really like that song, too. Yeah. Yeah. Other, Other than that, I feel like I've heard all the rest of the shit I like on there. there. You know, specifically, but I feel like all the way through was a good project. So. Also, also, shout out to the Dave Chappelle story uh, because I knew actually that he was talking about Danny Brown for years before he ever said anything. Um, and the reason I knew that is because I remember when the article came out when Dave Chappelle went to Detroit and bombed. And this guy that I follow on uh, on Twitter and Instagram, Instagram is like, like uh, OG, you know what I'm saying, well-respected guy in Detroit named Hex Murder. And uh, he basically said something about it. I don't remember if we was having a conversation back and forth or because sometimes, you know, we'll, we'll just communicate back and forth or if he was just tweeting something in general. But he said... Danny Brown got Dave Chappelle so high that he couldn't perform. And this was years, years ago. Then the, then the Netflix, Netflix special, special comes out, and Chappelle talks about bombing in Detroit because he got too high from smoking with some rappers, but he didn't mention who the rappers were. And I would tell everybody when we were watching, I'm like, that's Danny Brown. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> and and uh, then on, the, on, on this album, album he, comes he comes out and says it. He said he's smoking with Danny Brown. And, like, like, I just personally have pride in that because Danny Brown was one of those artists that I watched, like, from putting out mixtapes to just collabing with underground Detroit dudes to collaborating with A$AP Rocky and Kendrick and, like, really growing out here. And I met him a couple of times. We used to live in the same neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I have, like, sort of a personal connection to Danny Brown. So the fact that Dave Chappelle, who's like my favorite comedian ever, 
you know, yeah, shot, shot at him on Big Sean's album. album. And that's just like, like that's, that's real dope, dope to me. So, you know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, yeah, I, just, I, I enjoy, enjoy that skit. That's probably my favorite skit on here. I didn't even show. I ain't really shocked they would even hang out. That's that makes sense, Danny Brown and Dave. Not Stone, at all. Yeah. Makes perfect makes sense. Makes perfect right? sense, right? All right. So number eight, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, we talked about this album a little bit earlier, but uh I'll just mention a little bit more about him. Uh Don Tolliver, Heaven or Hell. Um I really fuck with Don Tolliver because I think that he's basically what the next extension of Travis Scott is. Because while I really fuck with Travis and I have pretty much liked everything that he's put out up until this point, I think that Don Tolliver is a better writer than him. And I think that they make music in the same similar type of vein so i think that he can take that shit and elevate it to a way higher level and even though this album wasn't the best shit that i think he could have put out i think it's showing the level that he can get to like for me i'll just go to certain songs on here that i really think can take him there Especially certain songs that I think were overlooked too. Um, no, no idea. One of the first singles that came out, it came out super early from the album. I think that, especially with that video, I think a lot of people could have latched onto it, but I just don't think it was pushed as heavy as everything else was when the album first. Like, yeah. Like, after Like, I feel like those were pushed heavy. What was the, oh yeah situation that's what it was my fault what'd you say what'd you say i was saying i was looking at it, i was like didn't he have like another single off that album that he didn't it that didn't end up i think it was situations oh yeah, oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah that's yeah that's one. another one um um should have been on the album but, but yeah, it should have yeah, been. There's uh, there was another one best you had. I feel like that should have been on the album too. There, there, there was a couple singles he dropped before the actual album came out that I felt like should have been on there. But yeah, I, I really think he has a promising future, and I think that if people want a good introduction to Don Oliver, then uh, Heaven or Hell is a really good introduction to him. And, and also, he's, he's been killing features this year. Oh yeah, for sure. He's on. He's on Nas album. Um, he he's on. He's on a couple more things this year that I can't think of off the top of my head. But yeah, Charles Don Oliver. Lemonade, right? What's the song? Lemonade. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. that song by Internet Money and Gunna and Nav. Yeah. Yeah, that was like a top ten hit, and it was on there for like. Like maybe like two months or something like that. Mm. So, yeah, he's he's definitely making waves out here. All right, all right. Next, what what number we on? Seven. We on seven. seven. I got only rock. So I mean, only rock album on my list. Oh, you got a uh, rock album on here? Nice. Yeah. I'll fuck with that. I got Tame Impala. 
The slow rush. Oh, I've heard oh, about that. Oh, I forgot that that chick came out there. Here. Really good, uh, really good album. I think it got affected because yeah. of the whole COVID thing. I think if 100%. that didn't happen and they were able to do like the festivals and shit, it would have oh been. Oh my like, god, they would have killed. Yeah, they would have destroyed it. But of course, no festival this year. And the only people that's doing like online festivals is like, uh, who's doing online festivals? Rolling Loud, and they're not gonna bring in Tame Impala to fucking Rolling Loud. So, I think I think they should really wait and hold out on releasing anything else until they can tour that album. Because whenever they can tour that shit, those sales are gonna boost way crazy. Because that album, yeah. that album is amazing. Yeah, that's one of the things about like um, uh, Rock X. They gotta like they got if they can't tour their shit. They in trouble. So mm-hmm. they uh I want to say this came out like right before COVID. I could be wrong. It came out earlier in this year. So I think that's it a came out reason Valentine's why. Day. Oh, Valentine's Day. So yeah, I, yeah. I think that's one of the reasons. That's one of the things that like fucked them over. And it's one of the reasons why uh people even like some people even forgot this album even came out because it came out so early in the year, but Standout songs, this whole album. I like the whole album pretty much. But yeah, bro. I had that the pick whole a song. Amazing. Tomorrow, tomorrow's dust on track. Lost in yesterday. Is it true? One more hour. It's most of the album is good. So, Tame Impala, the slow rush. That's my number seven. All right. Uh, my number uh, seven. My number seven. We pretty much already spoke about our era covered it. So, Barty or Bonnie Sue, out of baby. Okay. And my number seven, we also covered uh track on Cleveland three, low key. Man, oh shit, you had it higher than me. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number six. Now this was conflicting, man, because I, I don't know if I should have put it in my top five. It took me a while to think about it, but I just go ahead. I'll put it at six. I got Freddie Gibbs and Alchemist Alfredo. Not a bad number six. I'm happy to see your top ten. Yeah, that makes me happy. Yeah, I was, I was, I was debating on it, but I got it in my. We can uh, all talk about this because we all love this album. Yeah, 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 I love this album. Stand out. I did y'all like the whole thing or did y'all skip anything? No, no, I didn't skip a thing on this shit because it was just like what is ten songs? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was 10 songs. I got all 10 songs on my shit. It's fire. All the way through. Scotty Beamo is probably the standout. Freddie hasn't dropped a project that I haven't been able to play all the way through since Pinata. I was was able to play Pinata all the way through. I I was able to play Freddie all the way through. Uh, What's the second? I didn't go Mad Lib. Um, bandana, bandana. I played that all the way through. I played a joint with him, Alchemist, and Currency all the way through. Like, you Freddy only, you only live twice is probably the only album I can't play all the way through. Maybe, and I don't even remember when that came out. That was his first one when he came out of jail. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think 
I only like only like three songs off of that. I didn't really like that like that. Okay, yeah, yeah, that one missed me, but but yeah, Alfredo is fire all, all the way through. through. I got, I got, I got that as my number two. two. Yeah, standout songs, nineteen eighty five, Scotty Bean, Look at Me, Frank Lucas, something mm-hmm. to rap about, baby shit, um, babies and fools. I was thinking Frank, Frank Lucas, Lucas earlier. earlier. Yeah, skinny shoe, Suge, all glad. Whole, the whole Scotty thing, Bean, thing, yeah. one of the best videos of the year. Yeah, that video was better than that damn Queen and Slim movie, <laughs> and that's what the shit was inspired <laughs> off of. <laughs> right. <laughs> he should have had Scotty Beam in the video, but I, I guess I didn't know like that would have been crazy. But but whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So, so my, my number six is Nas King's Disease. Um. Grammy nominated. A lot of people. Yep. yep Grammy nominated. Um. A lot of people have had shit to say over the years. About Nas's beat selection, some nigga can't pick good beats. He can rap, but some nigga don't know what he rapping over. And I think this album completely put that shit to rest. Um, standout tracks for me on this: Car eighty five with Charlie Wilson, Ultra Black with Hit Boy. Um, replace me with Big Sean and Dom Tolliver. All bad, All bad with Anderson Pack. Uh, uh, full circle, the firm, and spicy with Fabio Four. I did not think that those three on the song together would sound that good, but it sounded. That's one of my favorite songs off the album. Oh, and um, Little Dirk sounds great on this album. Uh, Till the World is One. Yeah, he sounds great on this album. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I like how he worked with the newer guys on this one. Like he was mm-hmm. like passing the torch a lot on this album. And he sounds good with them too. Like he don't sound like the the old nigga on a song with new niggas. But we're still able to keep it nice. Like he yeah. do what the new niggas did. He just it was just a good blend. He's like basically yeah. John. I can do my type of shit. Over the new, the new shit, shit and it'll, it'll still, still be hot, you know. You know yep. And then y'all can do y'all shit over it, and it'll, it'll still, still be hot. hot. Yep. Yeah. So I agree with that. Yep. A great album from my favorite rapper of all time. Now, since we just talked about Alfredo and we just yeah, talked yeah, about the Nas yeah. album, so they both nominated for hip hop album. I feel like either either if Alfredo win or the Nas album win, I won't be mad. I'm not mad at either just one. Those, just I won't be mad two. at all. Just those two. I would rather Freddie, Freddie win it just because I want to see him get some more notoriety. And I yeah. feel like Nas is already that guy. guy. Like, but they're, they're probably going to give it to Nas because he's been smoked so many times. That yeah, that's what I, that's what I yeah. think is really going to happen. They're going to give it to Nas. Because, yeah, so like, either way, I'm cool with it, though. Yeah, they're gonna give it to Nas as like a lifetime achievement type shit because he got no Grammys. Right. Yeah. They're like, we we fucked you over. Cause they kind of did that to Jay-Z because they wasn't giving Jay-Z Grammys. And then like eventually, like he got him like at the latter end of his career. Yeah. 
because he got most of his shit like later on. So I don't know. They just they probably like all right, we just gonna give it to Nas. We're like fuck it. But if Freddie win it, I'll be happy with that too because that'd be an amazing look. Yeah. All right. Um, what are we on five? Six. Six. Yeah, six. Six. I already gave my six. So. Oh, wait, actually, now we're on number five because that was my six. Okay, okay. well, I, I, I'm last on six somehow. Oh, okay. I'm not happy. I mean, we, we rehearsed or order somehow, but uh, oh, okay. my number six, number six is, is School Beside two. 2. Again, Again Beside Baby. Okay. I just got them back to back because I go back and forth between the two. This one's slightly higher for me, though. Um, it's, it's got, got activated. activated. It's, it's got slide. slide. Um, big I like, I, yeah. Uh, I like, I like Scooby-Roo, Bully Ball, Off-White Woo, Lame, uh, 2K20, and then R.I.P. King Bond, Present. And that was the first song that I heard King Bond on. So that, that introduced me to him. And, and I, I fucked with it real heavy. I fucked with his verse and shit. I fucked with his flow. So I kind of started following him after that. So. All right, now we're on number five. Now we're on five. All right. My number five is Division, Amusing Her Feelings. Really, really solid album. Their best album for me, to be honest. I like most of the songs on it. Uh, some of the ones I would pick the standouts is friends with uh party next door also nobody i don't think neither what no none of us named party next door on our list and he dropped the album this year i feel like his shit we'll talk about we'll like talk about that one like on our when we get to our religions okay all right uh yeah. i gotta still pray for you courtside miss me dangerous um with ty dollar sign and bougie bonton uh, outlandish, flawless with Summer Walker, greedy, amuse. They got a lot on it. It's pretty good. Pretty solid album. Pretty uh solid R and B album. That's all I got to say about that. Shout out Division. Yeah, they're delivering more than Party Next Door for me. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they'd probably be number if I my OVO power rankings. They're definitely number two. Oh, but that's yeah. not really that's not really saying a lot, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number five, King's Disease. Nah. Okay. All right, my number five, I got Burden of Proof by Benny the Butcher. Dope album. Yeah, real dope album. Um, we didn't mention Hit Boy either, but um, Hit Boy has also been on a crazy tear this year. Um, produced a lot of Detroit too. Produced all of this album. Uh, what else? He produced another album too, right? Hit Boy. Yeah. Did he did the Nas album? He did. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. He won uh he won producer of the year at the hip hop award, BT Hip Hop Awards. Oh hell yeah, that's fire. But yeah, but yeah uh Burden of Proof. Um honestly, um I think, I think every song on here is fire. Like from start to finish, I think Benny killed it. 
Um, for my favorites, I will go the intro, Burden of Proof. Where would I go with Rick Ross? Uh, One Way Flight with Freddie Gibbs. Timeless with Lil Wayne and Big Sean. Over the Limit with Dom. Um, and the last track. New Streets is hard, too. Oh, yeah. I really like New Streets, too. Famous is really dope. Trade it all. Yeah, all these songs, all these songs really go. Mm-hmm. War paint. Yeah, war paint's crazy. That's what yeah, that's what Westside Gun in Conway. Yeah. Yeah, I really yeah, this was the best Griselda release of the year to me. And that's for me, that is really saying a lot because I feel like all their albums have been flawless, damn near. So yeah, Benny just really took that step to another level with this shit. Yeah, I agree with that as far as like Griselda. I had to think about it for a second. That was definitely the best Griselda project this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four. My number four is Lil Uzi Vert, Eternal Tate. So I didn't think we was top of the year. I didn't think we was going to get this album at all. Uh, this album really good. It's so many, it's like too many songs to name off of it, but it's another album that when the deluxe album came out, it improved the album even more. It took it to another level. Uh, I like most of the songs on this shit, even with the actual album and the deluxe. And I'm happy that uh, Uzi got out of whatever situation he was in where he couldn't drop any music and he was able to give this give this to us but i feel like even though it was in my top five i feel like it would have been in a better position if it would have came out like in the middle of the year but i'll I'll take it for whatever from from what it is but yeah that's my uh number four for this year little uzi for eternal take Eric, I'll, I'll let, let you expound on that. that. I don't listen to Lil Uzi Vert at all. So, <laughs> yeah, you'll always listen to him when I play him. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, I did not think we were getting this album at the top of the year either. But, um, yeah, Uzi 100%, especially when he dropped the Deluxe, because I feel like as far as Deluxes for this year, he kind of popped that trend off. As far yeah, as releasing yeah. Yeah, he said the blue a whole another album on top of another album like a week later, like I feel like he was the one that popped that shit off. He was wild but, actually because um, he dropped he dropped the album like on a Friday morning, and then the deluxe came out like Sunday. Yeah, and he still and his numbers still were super crazy, which just let you know like the amount of fandom that Uzi really has and the amount of people that are really waiting on the shit. So, but yeah, um, standouts for me, um, Kobe Bean, Chief Keef, Yes Sirski with 21 Savage, uh, Strawberry Pills with Young Thug and Gunna, Money Spray with Nudie, um, not gonna lie, I like the song with Nav, Leaders. I'm sorry, but I do. Like, yeah, that's probably the, my, my, the my only Nav, Nav song that I like. But, but Nav, Nav just does, does really good with features, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm also not that surprised. Um, hey, I like that Nav song that was on the on um 
so much fun last year. Yeah. Good. Again, again great featured by himself. No, no sorry. Um, as, as far as, as on the original, original like, like on eternal attack, uh, of course the intro baby Pluto was fire, uh, low main silly watch, um, pop celebration station, chrome heart tags with the chief Keith beat crazy prices with the Travis Scott sample. Um, yeah, Uzi, Uzi 100%. Stepped into a new lane with that whole working on dime production, but then gave niggas what they wanted when they first heard him. So, yeah. All right, I'm number four. Yeah, that's on you, Shane. I just did my four. Oh, uh, burden proof, Danny. Burden proof, okay. We can skip past mine too. Uh, number four is Alfredo Freddy Gibbs. All right. Number three, I got to bring this shit up. Number three, I got the weekend. Hold on, let me bring it up. I got the weekend after hours. So uh, we all know my the boy. The weekend got absolutely robbed. Yeah, he got robbed for the Grammys. Most, uh, is it, it, I think it's still on the charts. Crazy. Uh, his highest charting album, highest charting single. I think it's, it's it's the highest charting album, like period, this year. And the fact it wasn't, yeah. it didn't get any Grammys. I don't know what's going on with that, but yeah. Either way, really good album. Uh, he kind of took the Uzi blueprint with the whole deluxe thing, dropping a deluxe this that same weekend the album came out. But fuck it. Uh, some of the standout but it, tracks. And it's the weekend, like people are yeah. gonna eat that shit up. Yeah. Standout tracks Alone Again, Too Late, Scared to Live, Snow Child, Escape from ATL, Blinding Lights, uh, Save Your Tears, After Hours, and um, Until I Bleed Out. Really good album from Weekend. I would, out of all the Weekend albums, I would say, I want to say this is like his, I think it's his third best album out of his whole catalog. I would have to like sit down with it and really rank it, but it was it was a really good album for uh for what it was. What's your number one and your number two? Um see my number one, people are not gonna like my number one because a lot of people didn't like this album. I like I like pop weekend. I don't like the I wasn't really a fan of weekend when he was doing the house of balloon shit. So my favorite mm-hmm. weekend album is Kiss Land. So wow. I'm gonna go kiss land. People hate kiss. that album. <laughs> People hate that album. I'm gonna go kiss land. I'm gonna go beauty behind the madness, and then we can either go after hours or Starboy. I like pop weekend. I don't like that house of blooms emo shit that he was doing. I didn't like that at all. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, I didn't like weekend until he went full pop. All right. My number three is Music to be Murdered by by Eminem. Uh, Stand out track on here to me. Damn, that came intro. out this year? Came out in January. Uh, Premonition, the intro. Unaccommodating, featuring Young M.A. 
Uh, Godzilla, featuring Juice World, Rest in Peace. Uh, yeah, yeah, featuring Royce, Black Thought, and Q-Tip. Uh, Lock It Up, featuring Anderson Pop. No Regrets, featuring Don Tolliver. And uh, I Will, featuring Slaughterhouse, minus Joe Budden. Minus Joe Budden. <laughs> He, he wasn't, wasn't on the phone, but everybody else was, you feel me? me. <laughs> but that's, I feel like, um, I feel like it was really good, one, because that was one of the only times that Eminem released an album in a relatively short amount of time after the last one came out, and... We didn't really have too much of an issue with the last one. Like, like the, the last one was almost like like a makeup album for the previous one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The revival. That was like a makeup album for revival because he knew the people that like revival. revival. So, so he came, came with Tom Cobb. like, all right, I'm going to get off the chair. I know you don't fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? And then this. Just came out out of nowhere. Everyone's like, "Oh shit!" Eminem dropping an album tomorrow. Damn, like, and it was sort of along the same theme as like Kamikaze. Like, he's rapping over like hard beats again. You know what I'm saying? He's not doing the love the way you lie format over and over and over and over and over again. Like he did ever since that song came out. Basically, like every album. Has been, has been filled, filled with, with that, that sound ever since that song, that song came, out. came out. And that's when, that's I, think when I think he was losing a lot, a lot of people. people. Like a lot of people were saying he fell off and all that kind of stuff. Like rap-wise, putting words together like that, he's always been fantastic at. And I think it's arguable that he's better than I've ever been before. But his songs were not good no more. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of it was those beats. And then on Kamikaze, came back like, all right, let me rap over some, some hard beats that y'all actually fuck with. And then he did the same thing on this. And I think it was fired that he had Royce on here so many times. He let Royce do some of the beats. You know what I'm saying? So that was dope. He had uh, Dre doing some beats on here again. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure that Dre did the Anderson Pop joint. He did... Uh, uh, little, little engine, engine. did that joint. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, this, this is like what you would want to hear from Eminem in 2020. So, I feel like that was, it was super, super solid. solid. One, of One of my favorite, favorite rappers, rappers ever. Keep, Keep rapping, nigga. nigga. <laughs> All right, cool. We can actually um, – Skip past my number three because we talked about it earlier, but my number three is my turn by Lil Baby. Okay. My number two. I, do, I um, sat with this for a while, but uh, my number two is Ola Runt begging for a body. Only reason it's my number two is because I played the hell out of this album. So it had to just go in there by default. Even if you said it's called begging for a body, yeah, begging for a body, which is an <laughs> interesting name for an album, right? Uh, let me try and pull it up so I can get like the standout songs. So I had it, I had them early on my list for Harder to Kill, which is uh, album going at Gucci, 
Mm-hmm. They bring up they bring up some of the songs, standout songs. Um Mob right, Father. Like some super cool shit. Yeah. Actually, he got Gucci on this um begging for a body. He got a song oh, called feeling, Yeah, Feel Like Goo Walk with Gucci. <laughs> um Trap Cap, Who Next, G Star, Kodak Red, uh Big Rank with Trouble, um, War with Young Scooter. Uh, only love ammunition. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what Ola Runt stand for? Stand for only ammunition. That's fire. That's yeah, great. only only love ammunition. But yeah, I like that. Really I'm good angry. album, man. I had. To- I gotta listen to that. Trip. We listen to that tomorrow. Yeah, I gotta yeah. check that out, man. I dead ass when I heard that shit. I was like, man, this shit made me want to sell some drugs and do some kick doors, bro. That's what I was gonna that, say. Yeah, I need that yeah. in my life. You know what I'm yeah, this. If you want some negativity, <laughs> you gotta listen to this shit. Like this that's the type of rap I like, bro. Like, and I know that's crazy. Like, because if anybody listens to my podcast, like I'm completely in my life. Like, I want positivity, equality, all this good shit. But, but nigga, when I'm listening to rap, bro, I want the exact opposite. <laughs> I want violence. I want drug sales. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want disrespect towards the opposite sex. Like, real ignorant that. shit. Oh, you get it. Yeah. You get it he yeah. got a song on here. He got a song on here called Red Rum, which is Murder Backwards. Murder Backwards. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. that. Yeah, if you want that bullshit, man, listen to this Ola Runt begging for a body. I played the fuck out of this album. You need, you need that sometimes when you're, you're like, like, I don't need so much lately just because I got promoted at my, my job, job so I'm not dealing with nonsense as much. much. But when you are dealing with all my, my customer, customer service, service people, y'all know. know. Sometimes, sometimes you, need you need that gangster, gangster motivation. motivation. Yeah, before, before you, you step, step in, in, you know, you know what I'm saying? saying? You know, no, somebody gonna say something wild to you, and you know what I mean? Like, like you, you can't, can't necessarily say nothing back. back. You, you gotta have that mentality in your head, though. Yeah, yeah like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, like if, if you didn't listen to 30 bodies get caught on your way to work, it's not gonna bother you as much if somebody yell at you a little bit over the phone. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna be like, nigga. I just heard 30 murders get caught on the way here. Like, your little oh, attitude ain't gonna bother me, fam. You know what I'm saying? That's funny. Oh, yeah. That was number two, though, right? Yeah. yeah that's, my num- that's my number two. All right, number two uh, for me, Alfredo, Freddie, and Uncle Al. Alan the Chemist. All right, cool. Well, we'll skip past my number two as well. Um, Eternal will take Louis Vert. <laughs> Shane, you say you don't fall with Uzi, so yeah, we just gonna we just gonna breeze past that. <laughs> yeah, I ain't got to <laughs> say about it. Like, positive <laughs> or negative, I ain't heard that shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's heard it. it. He just doesn't know he's heard it. Yeah, yeah probably. probably. Like, like I wouldn't be able to name you. No, I was no. literally playing it earlier today. So he's hurt. Come on, I absolutely Come on man. You ain't hear that shoulder roll or nothing, man. Sometimes you hear the Uzi song, man. You just feel that shit in your bones, bro. Oh, oh no, 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 no. I have, have definitely, definitely been known 
to do the Uzi shoulder a time or two. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll get that shit to nine Uzi. And then call it the Uzi shoulder. Like, I give him his, his credit for that. You know what I'm saying? Why don't you give him his credit, man? He gives credit for the Uzi shoulder. You know what I'm saying? I just don't do it with the Uzi music. I do it with the other trap shit. I feel you. I feel you. All right. Time for our number ones. Let's go. I got it. I feel like I'm going to laugh really hard if our number one is the same because I think it is. It got to be. I got Gunna Wanna. (laughs) That's what you got? Hell yeah. I got got Gunna Wanna, bro. There's no album that came out better than Gunna Wanna. And I'm really happy because Gunna dropped an album last year called Dripper Drown 2. And that shit was fucking terrible. I hated Man. I hated Dripper Drown too. So I wanted Gunna, to like that album so bad. Yeah, I wanted to like it bad too. And then Gunner came around. He said, "Man, I know I fucked up last year. I got the album. I was like, man, my I was like my expectations was low as hell. So I put on the Gunner one. That's a good feeling though, ain't it? When you have low expectations and a nigga shit is fire, and you like, oh, thank you, nigga. Especially yeah. because when we first heard the singles, it's not like they were the greatest singles in the world. Like, mm-hmm. now in the flow of the album, it, it was great. But when yeah. they f- came out by themselves, it was kind of like, all right, I don't really know if this album is going to be it or not. Because the singles were just like, it was just cool. Yeah, when I heard Skybox, which was the first single off of it, I like... This this decent. It's okay. It ain't trash or nothing. I like. All right, I fought with it. Then when I heard, I think that was the only single he dropped, wasn't it? And uh, one call. One call. Okay. Yeah. So um. Yeah. So he dropped the album, and then I was just listening to that shit, man. I was like, I wasn't skipping nothing at all. I was like this is this album is pretty good. And then Skybox and Flow of the album. The way it transitions to the other songs, it makes Skybox like a hundred times more. It makes it way better than it was as just like a single by itself, which happens here and there. Sometimes the songs where you just listen to it, some of future songs is like that. Sometimes you may hear future song is like the opening single, and then you be like, oh, that shit kind of all right. Then when you hear it in the flow of the album, it makes it sound a lot better. And that's what's going on with this Gunna album. And then Gunna. He outdid himself. This is what made it my album of the year. When he dropped the deluxe album and he yeah, mixed the dog. tracks up and he changed the order completely. He had like the like he had like the intro of the song as like number eight. Like he completely changed the whole order of the album. And that shit made it even more better. So yeah, he he changed it. I don't think nobody else did did the deluxe game like Gunner, where he took he the, deluxe. the deluxe album of the year to me. Yeah, hands down, where he took the deluxe and mixed it with the album and scattered everything together. So hats off the gunner with that, man. Uh, because somehow he mixed the tracks up and it still flowed. I don't yeah. know how he did that. I don't know if it was maybe like all the tempo where the beats were somewhat similar, so it was easy for him to kind of rearrange the songs. And the fact that Weezy and Turbo made most of the album, so like... yeah. Like I said, those temp- their temples are similar, so it's a little easier to do that. But man, yeah, gonna absolutely outdid himself on this shit. He, like you said, he exceeded my expectations. 
because, because I, thought I thought the album was just gonna be cool and then it came Same out and man. then it was like way better than what i thought and then the deluxe just built on top of that shit like crazy um i think he also built upon his songwriting and just his vocals in general like like he he has a couple new flows in this shit that he's used in other songs and i'm like oh okay like i kind of hear like a slightly new flow pattern that like you're trying to use but like it works for you and it also makes your shit sound better it makes you like it gives him a distinction between him and little baby which i think is really important because they came up around the same time they sound kind of similar they kind of had that whole oh you sound like young thug like hold over them whereas i feel like they were both able to diversify themselves. Lil Baby took his shit, and now, now people are comparing him to Wayne and T.I. Where it's Gunna. I feel like Gunna is almost carving himself out. He could damn near be an R&B artist if he wanted to, with the way he makes his shit. Because not only can he rap, but he can sing, too. Like, he, he's really versatile with his shit. I could see that. Yeah, I saw. I saw I a lot. That. Of that. I think every I time that, anybody out of Atlanta comes out, I think anytime anybody out of Atlanta comes out that's unique, people want to compare him to Andre. Yeah, I don't hear Andre in a lot of these new dudes though. Like style wise, I can see maybe there's an influence or just the. It's okay to be different in your own way, and Andre influenced that. I can see that. But when, when I, I listen, listen to Gunna, who I like, I like Gunna. Actually, I don't hear three stacks at all. Really, when I hear Young Thug, I don't hear three stacks at all. When I hear Little Baby, maybe a little bit, Little Baby actually, a little, a little bit, flowized. You know what I'm saying? Like the way they put the words together, not necessarily what they're talking about, but. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, that's just a, like, I think people will throw that out a lot. They're like, oh, this thing is different. It's like three sacks. Not necessarily. Like, like you know, know what I'm saying? saying? They're, They're both yeah, super, super unique in their own way. No, I think, I think Atlanta, Atlanta as, as a whole is good at that. At just having unique ass rappers, like, that could kind of, like, Uzi should be from Atlanta, realistically. Like, that nigga should not be from Philly. I thought he was from Atlanta when I first heard. You see what I'm saying? Me too. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But but yeah, yeah the last like, thing I'll say about for this gun album is that um, I also think his ear for beats is probably top five in Atlanta. Like oh yeah for 100%. sure for sure like for sure him him having Wheezy and Turbo in his back pocket. And then them collabing on beats together to make shit for him. Like, I just, I just think that Thug and Gunna are soaking up the best shit that they have out of both of them, and it's working for them. So, yeah, shout out to Gunna, my favorite, and to me, the best album of the year. This may be a hot take. I feel like these are like Wheezy best beats. I feel like these, the beats on this, like Wheezy production. Is way better than the so much fun production. Now the songs, I, I had so much fun as my album of the year last year, but I feel like so I much fun I is a too. better. 
I feel like So Much Fun is a better album than this, but the production on one is a way better than the production on So Much Fun, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. So maybe um so maybe time when Thugs Thug does his uh next album then Wheezy it got even better. So we'll see. No, nah, I didn't hear the Wheezy and Nav shit, so I <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, the beats on that are really good, but I just really wish that another rapper was rapping on those beats. I heard That's that a lot of also, yeah. yeah. Yeah, when I, I almost listened to it because it had Wheezy on it. Oh, like man, I, I like Wheezy, but I don't like him that much. Yeah, you're not missing out. All right, my number one. We already, we already spoke, spoke about, about it, but I'm gonna speak about it again because it's my number one. one. Yep, Royce Allegory. Okay, yes, sir. Um, honorable track mention. Besides, Besides all of it, because it's fire, and you should just listen to all of it. But if, if not, Dope Man, I Don't Age, uh, Pendulum, I Play, I play forever, forever, Overcomer, Thou Shall, Fubu, Upside Down, Tricked, um, Black Savage. Rhinestone, Durag, Young World, all of those are great tracks. And it's kind of reminiscent of um, the Nas album in a way because he has some newer guys on it. You know what I'm saying? Um, like aside from Griselda, he's got uh, Vince Tables on here. You know what I'm saying? She's Puerto Rico. Um, who else does he have on here? A few people on Black Savage I haven't heard of, but you know they're they're newer dudes. Um, but yeah, Royce's album, the allegory. Like I said, he's just you can tell he's maturing as a rapper because, like, basically the first probably three or four of his albums were just bars, just real bar, bar heavy punchlines, just showing how nice he was, basically, and then um. It got a it little got, bit more personal when, like, Death is Certain came around when he was kind of going through some shit. But that wasn't, that wasn't even necessarily personal. personal. It was just, like, like probably, probably his most aggressive album to where it was, like, like you, you might believe that he would do some of the shit that he was talking about type shit. shit. And, and it wasn't just, like, battle rhymes. It was, like, no, this nigga Royce really might, like, go out here and fuck somebody up type shit. Um... Then success of certain came, and that's kind of after when he like rekindled his relationship with Eminem and Mr. Porter and all of them, and things were he stopped drinking. You know what I'm saying? Is this pre slaughterhouse or post slaughterhouse? Before, Before and after. Oh, okay, this okay. is all in the mix because slaughterhouse was on the success of certain album, and, and crooked eye was on the death of certain album. So yeah, they were they were in the mix already. Um, you know, know then bad and and then you know from there it seems like ever since he got sober, he really has something to say. Right? You know what I'm saying? So like that's coming through more in the music. 
but because, because he's so nice lyrically, lyrically he, he can, can do, do it in an entertaining way. way. It's not like, you know, you know a, a lot, lot of people who try to kick knowledge, knowledge and rhymes and stuff like that, or they, it just comes out like, like real boring, you know what I'm saying? Royce, Royce doesn't, doesn't do that. He still has a way of like captivating your ear while, while you know, you know um, while, while doing, doing the music. music. And he did all the beats on this album too, which, which is fire. You know what I'm saying? Because he's been, been huh? The same show the last one too. Well, Booker Ryan. I don't, I don't think, think he made all the beats on that one because uh, I, I don't think he made. What was the drink that he had? Uh, Summer on Smash, I think. A summer on lock. Cream, cream, cream did some beats on there. Um, there was a couple other people too, but the category he did all the beats for. Um, and it was dope just hearing the type of beats that he would make because he's been fucking with Premier for so long, who's one of the best producers of all time. Right, because he used to write for Dr. Dre, one of the best producers of all time, because he used to write for Diddy. Who's one of the best producers? You know what I'm saying? So he's, he's been, been around, around the best, best elite level, level producers. So for him, him to, to finally decide, I'm about to start making beats for this to be his first project, basically full of all his own beats, and for all of them to be good, like right, that was impressive to me too. So, so yeah, for me, this is uh, the number one album of the year, the Allegory Royce to Five Nine. All right. All right. I respect it. Everybody did good on their list, man. Really good. Um, I guess I'll run through my honorable mentions real quick. I got uh Benny the Butcher, Burden of Proof, Mulatto, Queen of the South, Currency and Harry Fried, The Outrunners, Pop Smoke, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon, uh, Flow Millie, Ho Wise, You Here, Bodie James, The Price of Tea in China, uh, Polo G, The Goat, YNJ, Coochie Land, Cardo Game Related, RJ always tripping. Uh Larry June. Larry June adjusted the game. Uh Bankroll Fresh and Bank We Trust. Rio the Young OG City on my back. Trouble Thug Love. Chris Brown and Young Thug. Slime and B. Doughboy and Southside. Demons are us. So yeah, that's all my honorable mentions. All right. For me, I got uh <clears throat> definitely beat the wool too. Um Osmo. I got Beyond Bulletproof by Mozzie. Um, I'm going to go ahead and throw that Carmelo Bryant skill on Sada. Even though I haven't heard it yet, I like everything they, they do. do. Um, so, so since it came out this year, and I just added it to the library, I'm going to go ahead and assume that that's going to make it. Um, All All Land Crime 2 by PZ. That dropped when he was in jail. I mean, he's still in jail right now, but, but that, that dropped. Uh, so, you know, check, check that out. out. Beast Mode 4 by Sheik Looch. Uh, and uh, The Scouts by YNJ and Louis Wright. Okay. Oh, one, one more. more. Sorry. Spirit of a Boss by uh, Errol Giovanni. All right, so for my honorable mentions list, I pretty much have every R&B album that Amp named on his list. Um, I have Rap and Roll by Dom Kennedy, RJ Always Trippin' by RJ Lamont. I got um, Anniversary by Bryson Tiller. Um, 
Demons, Demons are us by Doughboy and Southside. Y and J and Louis Ray, that, that, that project I have on there as well. Um, I have... Accidental shit talking by Real the Young OG. Pluto and Baby Pluto by Future and Lil Uzi. Uh, Lil Bo Three by Lil Yachty. Juicy J the Hustle continues. That actually probably would have made my top twenty if that came out maybe a couple of months earlier. But um, if you haven't listened to that Juicy J album, go listen to that. That shit is fire. Um, yeah, I still got Nightmare Vacation. Oh, yeah, that shit, that shit is really good, bro. Um, Nightmare Vacation by Rico Nasty. Um, Waiting to Die by Working on Dying. And Young and Okay, I respect. Yeah, that's pretty good. All right, man. That's it, man. Appreciate y'all oh, coming that's on. That's it. Uh, let you plug your shit before you uh, leave out. Hell yeah. Uh, follow me at the Air G Life out on all platforms, social, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all that shit. Uh, follow Ill Roots on all platforms as well. I still work for that platform, the editor-in-chief. Um, we have a lot of new shit dropping next year. The pandemic kind of held us back. We were supposed to film a bunch of shit, but look, look out for us next year. Um, follow my follow my podcast for the cap underscore on all platforms. And yeah, that's it, man. Hope you liked our list. And I'll get pass it off to you, Shane. For sure, for sure. Um, appreciate y'all rocking with us on time. Um, check me out. Every week, Midwest Talk Podcast. Um, I just got this little piece right from my mix board so that I can mix the shit a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not gonna front. Last week's episode, the audio is a little, you know what I mean? But it's an excellent conversation, especially for anybody who uh, is interested in joining a Greek letter organization if you're in college and you want to join a black fraternity uh my, my, my co-host Corey is a member of one and uh we kind of get into some of the stuff that a lot of people want to know about joining these groups you know what i'm saying we we have a real frank discussion about it so you know it's, it's definitely something i think a lot of y'all might be interested in or maybe your little cousins who want to join something one day um but, but check, check us out. out. Like I said, we're on all platforms. Uh, we're on Apple. We're on SoundCloud. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Everything is Midwest Coast Podcast. And then uh, last but not least, I just need to shout out my boy Lasco. His, His album, album just dropped. For Shout out Lasco Bill. The album. Make sure y'all go cop that. You know what I'm saying? For Life, life the album. Number, number four, four you, you can't, can't ever see it, but you can kind of see it. Yeah, you, you know see it. I mean? you see it. 
Make sure y'all go cop that though. You know what I'm saying? Uh, full length album. This is debut basically. Um, I mean, I mean he's, he's calling it a mixtape, but you know, that's, you know how niggas are nowadays. You know what I'm saying? It'd be all original music, and niggas call it a mixtape. So, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? Smile about your work. Talk about giving him a shout out. You know what I'm saying? And um. That's all I got. Like I said, I appreciate you uh, having us on. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And, uh, yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. So <clears throat> all the listeners, shout out to y'all for listening to all this. Uh, y'all know where to follow us at Random Master Podcast. We're on everything, man. Just search Random Master Podcast. YouTube.com slash REO Podcast. Sign up for the Patreon. Patreon.com slash REO Podcast. Once again, I appreciate y'all for coming on. For our uh, hell yeah, you already tradition know, yeah, hell yeah. of uh, almost a three-hour episode. <laughs> but hey, we got we need subscribers. You know what I'm saying? Go to Midwest Hope Podcast or YouTube and subscribe, please. I only got like five of them niggas right, right now. now. You know what I'm saying? But it's a brand, it's a brand new channel. Don't look at the low view count shit and think we whack. It ain't that. You know what I'm saying? We just started filming like two weeks ago. So that's all that is, probably. Yeah, yeah, the view, the views come with time. It, it just, you, you know how it is. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm just letting letting the fans know when they go look. It is seven views. Nah, we ain't looking at this. Oh yeah, yeah, they know what's up. Yeah, yeah the views right. come with time. But Follow um, <laughs> with all that said, we out. Peace, y'all.